Hi friends, it's Andrea Heyman here today with another episode of Adventures in Feeding My Fan. Today I've got my friend Tony Ann from the Real Happy Mom podcast. She talks about how she manages meal planning and prep in her super busy household. She tells us how she includes a variety of meals from her Jamaican background, American foods, and also from her husband's native African culture. It's a really cool balance of fusion she has going on in her house, and I really enjoyed listening to it, and I think you will too. Plus, she's really streamlined a lot of the grocery shopping and meal prep process to really work well in her household. But first, I want to tell you about a webinar I'll be offering on February 21st at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is called the Non-Diet Journey to Weight Loss Success. And we are really going to focus on how to get off the diet roller coaster in order for you to meet your wellness goals. We're going to retrain the negative self-talk, revamp your weight loss approach if that is your goal. And we're also going to ditch that diet mentality for good because I know I've said this in the past on the podcast, but I think most of you know that I am a registered dietitian and my specialty is weight management, but I do not like the weight loss industry in our country. And we'll talk a little bit about that too and how it kind of feeds into this unhealthy management of our eating habits. So it's the non-diet journey to weight loss success. And that again is on February 21st at 11 Eastern Standard Time. You can find the link for that to sign up for that webinar in the show notes. And I'm super excited. Again, that's a free webinar. Adventures in Feeding My Fam is a weekly podcast discussing the challenges and fun around feeding your family healthy meals. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years, so I know the importance of good nutrition. But I'm also a mom of three, so I understand the challenges and humor that comes along with trying to make this happen. In this podcast, I'll share my tips, tricks, and menus but I'll also share the stories and food prep failures that come along the way too. Interview guests will discuss family food traditions, how to strengthen bonds around the family table, as well as their favorite family recipes. There isn't one right way to feed your family, but there are countless stories and you can take bits and pieces and learn from all of them. Anne is a wife and mom of two little boys. She's also a full-time general dentist and reservist in the Navy. In addition, she's also a blogger and podcaster behind The Real Happy Mom. Tony Ann understands the challenges of busy working moms and has a mission to help moms eliminate the overwhelm and enjoy motherhood. Welcome, Tony Ann, to an episode of the podcast. I'm so glad you joined us today. Yes, and I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So when I have guests on the show, I typically like to start out by asking them about the house that they grew up in as it relates to food. Did you have family meals, who cooked, who shopped, all that type of stuff? 
Yes. So I I like this question because it takes me back to my younger days. And I was just thinking about that yesterday, honestly. So I remember in my household, my mom and dad equally cooked, you know, the same amount of time. But my sisters and I, we preferred our dad's cooking. (laughs) And the reason was because my dad, he would make the, the best meals, I thought, because sometimes it's three girls. Sometimes he would literally make three different meals for us. So he would make spaghetti, hamburgers, and pizza, like three different things for each of us versus my mom. She was a one pot meal kind of lady. Like she don't have time for all that. <laughs> so it was really fun, you know, seeing the differences. And I, now I'm kind of adopted my mom's mentality. Like I'm not making three different meals, but <laughs> it was fun. And the biggest thing that I do remember is, yeah, my mom did do a lot of the shopping, but they did cook you know, equally, they spent, you know, a good amount of time in the kitchen. It wasn't just one person in the kitchen. So that's really kind of ahead of the time. So I think we we see that more and more now, but in the previous generation, that's a little more, a little less common. Yeah. And when I think about it, I was just like, you know, <laughs> the funny part about that whole situation, to be honest, is my mom, she was a teacher back in the day and she actually used to teach like the home economics and teach like cooking and things like that. And she was the one that actually was teaching my dad to cook. But like I said, we prefer my dad's cooking better than my mom. Yeah, he <laughs> so was very just, accommodating. Yes, yes. So it, it was a really interesting situation and in how that all worked out. But yeah, it was pretty fun. I love that. I love, you know, it's really interesting as I have more and more guests, I find that literally no family is the same. Every, we come from different circumstances and everyone has done it differently. Yes. So tell me, how would you compare that to your household now? Yes. So the other minor detail I left out is my parents are Jamaican. So we had some of the typical Caribbean foods like, you know, the curry chicken and the jerk chicken and cabbage and all the the nice fun things. So we did have our some of the staple Jamaican foods, but then we had our American foods because me and my kids, my not my kids, me and my sisters, we were definitely some American kids. Like we liked our hamburgers and french fries like a lot. <laughs> so definitely learning to make some of those meals was was pretty fun. But now in our household, I'm actually married to an African man. So we have some really different meals going on in here, which is pretty fun. So I love, love, love my husband's cooking, especially when he makes his African meals. Those are the best. When he tries to make American dishes, I'm like, mm, don't do that. Like, you're not that good at that. Just stick with the stuff you're good with. And so we have a big variety. So of course, we have, you know, some of the meals that he creates, the um, his go-to African meals. And then sometimes I'll throw in some curry in there. And then for my little chicken nugget and fried eating kids, I will do those kind of things. So it is a big variety now here in the house as far as, as, far as the different meals and the foods that we're creating here. I love that. You guys have an American, Jamaican, African fusion cuisine going on there. Oh, yes. Yes. Lots of flavors, lots of smells in here is a lot going on for sure. I love it. And so who does most of the, it sounds like you and your husband split some of the food preparation, but who does most of the planning and shopping and that stuff? 
Yes. So I am the one that does the majority of the planning and the shopping. And I will tell you one little secret. I don't like shopping with my kids. Like I hate it. So I have learned to figure out a way that works for me. And now I do online grocery shopping and have it delivered to my home. And at first what I was doing was you know, doing a lot of the planning, but I was finding that I wasn't really looking in the pantry that well because it would be like five, you know, bags of sugar in there that we already had because I keep ordering one each time we we order groceries. In my, and my, then one time, like my husband was like, look, like you have like so many like things, like you don't even realize that you keep ordering the same thing over and over again. So now what I do is I will put things in the cart and then I'll give it the phone, my phone to him for him to review what's in the cart. And then he'll either say like, oh no, you already have this or you, you know, we don't need this and that kind of thing. And that has eliminated the problems because before I was trying to do everything myself. And again, moms, don't try to do it all yourself. You're you're not meant to do it all yourself. Definitely utilize the help around you. And once I started getting him involved with it, it's gotten a lot better. So now we work together with the shopping part, but the planning part, I'm usually doing that part. Right. So it's become a really nice collaborative effort. And were you using the online shopping techniques or strategy prior to COVID or is this just more recent? Yeah, no, this is prior to COVID. So before COVID, I was doing Yeah, I was doing online grocery shopping and delivery. Before that, I was doing the grocery pickup. And then, so check this out. So I was looking at like how much time I was spending like waiting for the groceries to be put into my car and how much it cost for the grocery delivery service. And I was like, this is a no brainer. Like I'm not doing this anymore. Like people are going to deliver it straight to my house. So I had started it early because like I told you, my little secret, like I don't like shopping with my kids. So I try to stay out of the grocery store as much as possible. So yes, this has been going on for a while now. And yeah, it has been heaven sent. And then when COVID happened, it was like even better. Like I really don't have to go to the grocery store now. So it's perfect. Sounds like you've really streamlined your system. Yes, that system in particular. Yes, I because I've learned what I don't like in my life. And I tried to not <laughs> create more of that. And, and that is crying kids in stores. So I've, I've figured out ways to eliminate that and some other things so that, you know, life is a lot easier and more enjoyable because, you know, like it's life is too short to be doing things you don't like to do. Like you, you got to figure out ways to make it work for you. And that is the way that I figured it out how to make that particular part of my life work. So when I'm listening to you talk, it's really making me think of the name of your podcast, Real Happy Mom. And it just kind of sounds like that is your overarching philosophy, really. And you're applying that to a lot of areas of your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because let's just be honest, like you can look to society, to culture, to social media to tell you like how to do motherhood and it may or may not work for you. Probably won't (laughs) because I feel like everyone is a little bit different in how we do motherhood and how we live our life. Like it has to be real and authentic to you. So I have learned to just do what's best for me (laughs) and understand that, you know, what works for me may not work for everyone else, but I'm going to make it practical and I'm going to make it easy for myself so that I can be truly happy and enjoy my life. Because like I said, like life is too short. Like you can't be, you know, 
walking around, you know, miserable and things like that, like make it work for you and however you can make it work for you so that you can actually enjoy life and be that real happy mom. That's what at least I'm striving to do. Yeah, that's such a good philosophy. I have to say in my younger years of parenting, I would say it took me a little bit to catch up to where you are. I definitely fell into the quote unquote, what should I do? Or how do I try to quote, be perfect? And it took a while to realize there isn't any such thing as perfect. So you might as well figure out what what works best for you. Definitely, definitely. Because, and, and I'll be honest, like I haven't always been this way either. Like I, I fell into that trap too of, you know, wanting to be the perfect mom or whatever that is. And um, actually losing myself to the point because I was trying to do everything and be everything for everyone um, that I completely lost who I was. So I didn't even know like what my favorite foods were, what what I like to do for fun. Like I didn't even know those things anymore because all I knew was I had to take care of my kids and I had to take care of my household. Like that was it. And But you, you can't really live like that because I feel that as moms in particular, we have a lot of responsibility, yes, but we have different facets and different things that makes us unique in who we are. So not only are you a mom, you know, you have this awesome role that you play in the community, in your job, um, you have your hobbies and things that you do. It's a lot of different things that make you you. So yeah, definitely want to make sure that, yeah, we don't fall into that trap of trying to be the perfect mom. So I'm totally with you. Oh yeah. Boy, Tony, and we could talk about this all day probably, but <laughs> yeah. I want to shift back to food. And do you have any go-to meals that you make for your family? Yes. So my family, they are little meat eaters over here. I have slowly been switching into a vegetarian diet and my husband and my kids, they let me know, mommy, that is great for you, but we're not eating that. And so I have pretty much perfected my steak and mashed potatoes plate for them. So they love that. So that is one of my go-to because I can make that pretty quickly and they'll actually really like it. And of course, like I said, you you even described it very well about the fusion with the American Jamaican and African meals here. So one of my other meals that I make on occasion when I remember it, but whenever I do make it, everyone loves it is my curry chicken. They really like that one. So those are kind of my two like go-to. Like I know like if I'm in a pinch and I know I want everyone to eat and not just kind of like pick at their food. <laughs> these are the two meals. I know they will eat these for sure. Yeah, I love, I love that. And the curries are fantastic. We have a lot of those in our house as well. So do you make separate meals for yourself then? Yeah. So this is the thing. Like my husband has kind of been getting a little irritated with me because usually what I'll do is I'll make their food first and then I'll come back and create something for myself. But what I've been trying to do is just make sure that if I do make a meal, it's usually what they're eating minus the meat and then I'll substitute it for something else. But I will be honest, there have been times where I make something completely different because I don't even want to eat like steak and mashed potatoes. Like I want quesadillas. So <laughs> I will make something completely different. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to do better about that. That's one thing that I haven't perfected that one, but I'm trying to create it so that it doesn't take me too much time. But yes, it depends because sometimes I want what I want <laughs> and I'm going to make exactly what it is that I want because I know that they're going to be happy with their food. So I want to make sure that I have some too and not just eat a bunch of leftovers and the scraps too. 
Yeah. Do you ever just serve them the vegetarian meals that you're making for yourself? You know what? I did try that. And they were like, mommy, where's the chicken? (laughs) So I, I've just, like I said, I've just learned to just have like some protein there for them, some meat there for them. And then, yeah, just take it out of my plate. Understood. And why did you decide to have more of a pescatarian vegetarian lifestyle? Yes. So I watched the documentary, What the Health, and that changed my life. (laughs) It really changed the way I saw the food industry. It changed the way I saw food in general. And I was just like, yeah, um, yeah. So I couldn't, I, I tried to do the, the whole vegan thing. I could not go all the way just because I had been eating meat for so long. It was hard for me to really find those substitutes. And I was like, I felt like I was forcing myself, but definitely the vegetarian foods have been working for me. And then I have some of my vegan days, but what the health was my inspiration behind all of that. This was not something that, you know, just it's something it's not something that I've done for a long time. It's just been recently that I just started this. Yeah, I hear that a lot from what the health <laughs> people say <laughs> all the time. Like, oh, I watched that and and then I was convinced. Yeah, that's that's a pretty compelling documentary for sure. Yes. And, and let me tell you, like I like I don't even like I love bacon and like pepperoni and all that stuff. Like now I'm I, I don't even it's, I guess because it's been so long since I've had it, like I don't even really crave for it like I used to. So I know for some people they'll start and they'll revert back. But for me, I've been good. <laughs> I've stayed this this road since watching the documentary. Okay. And so what are you planning for dinner tonight? I guess for yourself and for the rest of your family. Dinner tonight. So there is some leftover rice in there. I'm really thinking about doing some fried rice because I haven't had some fried rice in a while. So I'm thinking about doing some fried rice and just adding either some steak or chicken for them. And then for me, I'm going to find some way to kind of spruce it up and do something a little different. But yeah, fried rice is is on the menu for tonight. Yeah, I was just going to ask, what do you put in your fried rice? So I do have some tofu in there that I really need to use up because my husband's irritated because I keep buying this tofu and I don't finish it. So I think I may try to to do the tofu again because the last time I did it, I wasn't really happy with it. But I make a really good tofu scramble that I love. But actually putting the tofu in my fried rice, I haven't figured out how to make it taste the way I want. So I'm going to try it again tonight and I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear. I would say making the tofu separate and then somehow with maybe some spices and then at the very end, combining it would be my guess. But yes. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to test it out now. See. All right. Do you guys have family meal traditions? Like since you're eating all different meals, like do you, or not all different meals, since you eat a kind of a different meal, do you sit down all together and eat together or is it kind of in waves? So usually I I try to at least get the kids fed because usually they're the ones that's always hungry. So I will try to at least get their food on the table and then work on me and my husband afterwards. But most of the time we can get everyone at the table at the same time. My husband likes to sit down with me and eat and he literally will not eat unless like I have my food and I'm ready to eat too. Like it makes me mad sometimes because this food will get cold and I'm like, please eat your food. Like I promise I'm coming, but I'm taking too long, you know, trying to prepare something for myself. But yeah, it's definitely sitting down with my husband, especially for like breakfast, because what I like to do is like feed the kids in the mornings 
on the weekends in particular, feed the kids and let them go about their way and go play, whatever. And then me and my husband, we sit down together and we have breakfast and that's our time to kind of talk and, and have some time together before we get our day started. So that is one thing we do for sure on a regular basis. That's actually really sweet. I love that. And I actually think it's adorable that your husband waits for you for dinner. Yes. Yes. Like at first I used to be annoyed, but then I'm like, "Uh, he really wants me to eat with him. So let me get it together. (laughs) I think it's probably also cultural. Like Mm. there's probably a component there. Is, Is that right? Um, I need to question him about it. I want to say there is, but yeah, he's been like this forever though. Since we started dating, he's always been like that. Yeah. Well, I take it for the good. I I think it's very sweet. Well, Tony Ann, this is fantastic. I love talking to moms and seeing how everyone balances their meals differently. And it's always interesting. And I learn something new every single time. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. And you mentioned your, your real happy mom philosophy a little bit, but Tell us a little more about where our listeners can find you. Yes, for sure. So definitely you can find me on the Real Happy Mom podcast, wherever you're listening to this podcast, I will be there at Real Happy Mom. And you can also find me online on Instagram in particular. That's my favorite place to hang out at Real Happy Mom. Thanks again, Tony. And this was fantastic. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Isn't Tony Ann fantastic? I love her perspective and how she's figured out good ways to streamline the tasks of grocery shopping and meal prep that really work in their family. That's something I really love about doing this podcast is listening to other moms talk about how they have figured out how to balance things in their life. And I think it's fantastic that there are so many ways to do it. And really, I've learned a lot from that. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and share with a friend. This is how we get the word out and continue to build a strong, supportive mom community because I know, I certainly know I can use a good supportive mom community. Also remember that I'm always available for nutrition consultation and coaching. If you want more information, you can hop on a discovery call. Again, all those links will be in the show notes. You can hop on that free discovery call with me to see if you're a good candidate to work with me. Until next time, take care.